back, everyone, to another episode of Basic Money Podcast. He's Josh. I am. He's Keith. So we're going to talk about a topic that I have no clue about, which means you probably don't either if you're coming from a basic standpoint. <laughs> also, if this is your first time here, you've probably heard us say this a million times. Please like what you hear, leave a comment on what you want to hear next, and what are we talking about on today's episode, Josh? Today we are going to be talking about disputing credit errors. Don't know what that is, do you? No. no That's why enough. I put in boldface. What is this? <laughs> so, a credit error is misinformation on your credit report. We have another episode about building and repairing your credit. This kind of will dovetail into that a little bit. So, while you're monitoring your credit, this is how you can help quickly improve it if there are errors on there. So, what types of errors can you find? You can find misspellings of your name. You can find just completely false information of accounts. As if you had identity theft and somebody stole your stuff and didn't know about it. Uh, the uh, other one is inquiries. Basically, that's how you can kind of see if people are just uh, using your information to apply for things. Whether they get accepted or denied, but you can see big inquiries in there. That's how I found out that there was some identity theft going on in my life. I'm going to show you guys how to dispute that. Uh, I've done this for myself when I was rebuilding my credits. I've also done it for a friend and helped his score jump up 30 points in one month just because he was able to uh, get some false information off of there. Let's dive into that. The first thing you're going to want to do is find out what's on your report. So you're going to go through the free website, annualcreditreport.com, and get your report from all three bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. You can also go directly to the bureau's websites and look it up yourself. Uh, you are allowed to look at your report once a year for free. Any other time, you usually have to pay unless you've recently applied for credit and been denied. Then they have to actually give you your report to show why you were denied. Yeah. Is it based off number or is it based off just their judgment of history? Uh, so the issuing bank or whatever, they will look at it. Um, so the quick and dirty is by the number. Um, the second way is to kind of delve more and looking into it. Um, but it's usually the number is just the quick way. Like they'll sell you, like you have to have like plus 500 or yeah, plus to qualify for this qualify. card. Yeah. Okay, it's one of those things. Like, if you're not at this height, you can't ride the ride. Mm. <laughs> so, um, first thing, if you see no errors whatsoever on there, congratulations, you don't have to do anything else. The only thing I'd recommend is freezing it so it stays that way so that yeah, nobody else can put any errors on there. Um, now, if there are errors, there are two main ways to dispute it one of them is by snail mail. Um, if nobody knows what that is, whenever they're watching this is, we used to put little envelopes into a blue box and then somebody with a truck would go and take it and deliver it to somewhere else. Oh, I remember those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mail, postal service, yes. Uh, there's a contact for the Bureau's information on where to send us these dispute letters. You can even download uh, sample letters from the Consumer Finance Protection Board website, CFPB. Uh, they have templates out there. You just fill in the information of what it is you're disputing so that way you don't have to think about, what am I going to write? I don't know what I should say. It already has it in there. Just fill in the blanks and send the letter. Okay, that's easy. And then include any supporting documents. Like if your name is spelled wrong, include a photocopy of your ID to be like, no, this is the way you actually spell my name. <laughs> mm. um, so, so a misspelling of your name will affect your credit score? It doesn't affect your score in the fact that it can lower it or raise it, but what it can help prevent if you make sure it get out there is that nobody can try to apply for your stuff with a false name. Oh, okay. I see. 
I deal a lot with mortgage documents and everything and people have to sign off on, hey, all these names on my credit file are me. And sometimes right. they are, most times they are, sometimes they're not. And you gotta be like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Because if you find a name that is completely not yours on there, then that means that somebody has used your social security number That's not <laughs> and applied for something. No so you, bueno. Any of those, you wanna make sure that you dispute out there. Second thing is accounts. If there are accounts that have been closed or paid off or anything like that, you want to tell those people like, hey, that's false. Like, no, these are not mine. These were closed. If you have any letters that's stating that they were closed, that's fine. Okay, so. Use certified mail just so that you have a tracking for it. And then, you know, you just got to wait. It takes 30 to 45 days for them. That's the length of time they have to respond mm -hmm. and investigate your claim. And if they find you are correct and accurate, then you know they will remove it and you'll see a nice bump. If they get supporting documents from the opposition, which are the banks, the lenders, anybody like that, that show that it is yours, they'll send you a letter that says, nope, this is actually yours. And you know, it's staying on your report. And I'm sure like phone calls, I'm sure if you try calling them, it's gonna be one of those like- You're not calling a credit bureau. They ain't <laughs> answering the phone. I was gonna say, yeah, it's either they didn't answer the phone, they're gonna put you like, oh yeah, like, the wait list is currently full for today, goodbye. Yeah, they ain't answering the phone, and really, besides them saying like this is a recorded conversation, they're not really documenting any of that. That's why you wanna make sure you have a paper trail. The other easier way to do it now is online disputes. Each of the bureaus have their own website where you can dispute it, you click, click, you write in why you're disputing it, you upload the files. You still gotta wait 30 to 45 days for them to look it up and investigate. It is the easiest, quickest way for you to do it. That's probably the way I would recommend, unless you want to do mail. Mm -hmm. But that would be the fastest way to kind of get this situation. Oh, the main thing is also never pay for a credit repair service. Credit, a credit repair service? If you Google credit repair, you'll find all of these services that charge you money to oh. do just what I said. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, so if people like have bad credit instead of going to maybe a podcast or a YouTube channel, see if they can help out. They want to waste their money and spend it on people who are going to do this. Yeah, they will make you sign a power of attorney that says, hey, I can contact these people on your behalf, charge you so much money to do that, and then all they're going to do is send these letters. And some of them are even scams because they will say that they can totally remove everything, whether it's accurate or not, just to boost your score. Used to be a possibility. Mm -hmm. I will say this used to be a possibility five years ago, six years ago, especially yeah. 10 years ago because the credit bureaus had to respond in a 30-day window. So if they did not get a response from the bank or whatever, they legally had to remove it. So that was a lot of way that you could fraudulently get bad things removed. Like let's say I missed a payment or anything like that. You could get that removed just by like, hey, nope, that wasn't on there. And then you knew that credit cards were backed up so that you know they had no time to respond so it automatically got removed. Okay. Now, they're a lot more in sync with that, and if you dispute the same thing over and over again, you will get flagged as somebody who's trying to kind of game that system and flag that, and then yeah. you'll probably have a harder time really getting false information removed. Yep, I think like a basic money tip that I feel like Josh and I usually use a lot as far as hiring someone to do some sort of work, it's always a perspective of how much am I going to have to pay this person what exactly are they going to do and can I do it? And the way that we usually look at it is if I'm gonna pay somebody, let's say $500 to do some sort of work for me, can I do that work? And if I did do that work and I'm saving that money, I can essentially just make up that I'm paying myself because I'm not spending that money. It's like, oh cool, I just paid myself 100 bucks an hour, five hours of work to do 
all of this to go investigate my score to see why it's low, to see what I could do. So little things like that are gonna help you. Like I said, for me, my credit score wasn't low, but it was like 50 points lower than where it should be. And all I did was research, found this account that I wasn't sure about, found that it was a family account, asked the family member to take me off, one, two, three, done. Yeah, and a lot <laughs> of this stuff that you hear in this podcast, literally 30 minutes, you can get your credit report, you can get all three bureaus, you can dispute anything, and literally 30 minutes is all it takes. And then you just wait for the responses. So I never recommend paying somebody, you know, whatever amount of money it is to just do really 30 minutes of work. Yeah. Unless it's like gardening or cleaning the house, I will pay them. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're, when, you're, when you're looking at manual labor, depending on how much you actually want to do, a different story. But yeah, I think I think it's important to note that always. Like if you're coming to this channel and you're looking for financial advice, you're looking for ways to improve your financial lifestyle, little tips that we implement into these episodes is really what we base our financial literacy around. Being able to find ways to save money and being able to know that resources are available that could teach us. And in the long run, paying someone, if something happens to you again, are you gonna pay that someone again? You're gonna keep paying them. If stuff happens, you're gonna tell all your friends to pay them. When you could do something yourself, especially something like this, where it only takes a half hour of work to save you a lot of money and time, it helps you in the long run because then you can teach that to other people. Yeah. And I got, no, Josh. <laughs> I, I got no problem if you really, like, if you've learned from this and you're just like, yeah, I still don't want to do it. I'll pay someone. Like, then no, that was your choice. Yeah. The information's out there. It is technically free to do. So you make the choice on whether you want to pay somebody or not. And you know what? Put a comment below. Pay me. I will yeah. send you the letters. I will do that for you if you really don't want to. At a fraction of the price, buy two, get one free. Refer a friend, yeah. they also can pay full price. Yeah. I, I will go $10 less than whatever the <laughs> charges, and I will save that money for you. There, you just got a $10 coupon for Price it, match. But, um, that was a quick tip. I mean, this one isn't a long one because it's that easy to do. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm Josh. I'm Keith. And we hope that you guys got a lot out of this episode on credit. Please check out our last episode on how to build your credit score as well if you want to learn more information. And until next time, we're going to keep talking, and we hope you're going to keep learning. Yep. Like, subscribe, ring the bell, do anything that you got to just to keep track of it all. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> I, I just throw that in randomly to catch you off guard. And you do! And that's why I'm like, every time our intro is different, but oh well. Peace!